Welcome back. Oh, what's up, John? It's John picking up the slack today. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> I'm so, already nervous. So Parker and Jenny aren't the only people that visit distilleries. Oh, and, and Allie. And Allie. Thank I, you. I visited a distillery <laughs> a few months ago, and we're here today capturing that on this podcast. Uh, first legal rum. And before we get into that, let's talk about who's here today. So I'm joined by Parker. Hello. And Jenny. Hello. And we have our... Allie, what's your official title with this podcast? Intern. It's still intern. Unpaid intern? Unpaid is very... One of these days. Listen, it's not even that I don't want to be an intern. I would take paid intern. I'm sure you would. You're getting paid in booze. Yeah. You're getting paid in friendship. Fine. Oh. Yeah. And Doug Cuddles. So what I'm hearing is my friendship with y'all is dependent on me being your intern. A little bit of that, you know. <laughs> I mean, that was heavily implied. It's about my prowess in math, isn't it? All right, intern. Yes, that is exactly the problem. Let's not keep our special guests waiting. It's- we are joined by two others today. Yes, we, have- we are. And only one of them is a mic. But- <laughs> yes, well, well, we have Drago. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Good to be back. Thank you. And we have studio audience member... Christy, I'm uh, the intern's intern today. Yes, we <laughs> met her. we met her at Orange Theory and we decided to keep her. Orange theory, a cult, not just for uh, when you're working out, for when you're drinking too. Yeah, it's, it's a cult all the time, not just yeah, not just one hour uh, <laughs> session, all the time. So very excited to share with you um, First Legal. And it turns out, Drago, you actually went to First Legal as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a number of years ago, um, but... <laughs> 1915, so, <laughs> the great the Great War. Yeah. Yeah. 1915. One year after um, the Titanic, I think. <laughs> so, so First Legal's named because it was the first legal rum since Prohibition. Were you there like... Sometime between Prohibition and when I was there in February. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, was, Somewhere in that window. It's yeah. kind of funny. Uh, we were, we were. There was a group of us there, and um, you know, we rented one of those like little car things that they have in Key West. There's like either four or six people. Like, yeah, it's a, kind of like a monster golf cart. Yeah, 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 mm. like a golf cart and steroids, kind of. Yeah, um, and uh, we had to go and return it. And and my buddy Rich and I were like, I'll tell you what, you guys, just stay here at this bar. We'll meet up with you. We'll go and return it. Don't you know? The rest of you just stay. Don't worry about it. And where we're returning the the cart or the car, whatever, we're like, oh wait a minute, is that a little distillery? <laughs> They're like across the street from the car, a little return. Place. And then Drogo's friends never saw him again. <laughs> and that's why Drogo can't go back to Key West because he's on the hook for a golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> a monster one at that. Hey, too. They fished it out of the fucking sea. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, well, that it's is funny. a good point, though, because First Legal is very conveniently located. It's like right. Is, is it on Duval Street? Mm, it's off. But it's like, like a, a block. block off of okay. Duval Street. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Close enough. And I would say the highlight of. Well, Maybe we get into a little bit about the distillery, but I think one of their highlights is they are um, very generous with their tasting room. You can just show up and try, at least as of when I was there. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, they, they're very excited about their product, and you can try one of their, I don't know, 20 different products, whatever it is that they're distilling at the time. It's a very small operation, mm-hmm. but mighty. Yeah. And um, and when COVID hit, you know, and when we were first uh, quarantining and stuff like that, uh, they hopped on uh, making hand sanitizer like right away. That was like, mm, one, of, was the, one the, of their they, things. They were yeah. the first, very cool. First people. They to do that they have right COVID away. down there in the Oasis of Freedom. No, no, but it was for people in less and uh, more affected areas. You yeah, know? That's, that's <laughs> very, very, very kind of them. <laughs> yeah, I, so, can, I can say that I'm listen, from Florida. Listen, even yeah. when COVID <laughs> isn't real, you can still make money, Parker. 
Okay, you're goddamn right you can. Right. Florida's about <laughs> business industry. God, I love capitalism. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Yay, capitalism. Yeah. Shout out Meatball Ron. So don't get distracted by the fact they made hand sanitizer during COVID because they are uh, a chef-inspired, award-winning uh, rum distillery. Uh, so... One of the things that they do is they have all their rums aged in salt cured barrels, which kind of makes sense because they're, you know, pretty close to the sea being on Key Mm -hmm. West. And they use local and naturally sourced authentic food flavors, key lime, coconut, Madagascar, vanilla, creme brulee, all of which we're going to try today. Key lime real big down there. Oh, are you, yeah, those Real little big down there. tiny lines. It kind of reminds me of the the Florida Cane Distillery that we oh, went absolutely. to with their flavored. Yes. Vo- I mean, those were all flavored vodkas, but same yeah kind of idea. Florida mm-hmm. South Florida is kind of getting on that. Love the idea of using what's around you. Mm-hmm. And Parker, you're going to love this even more. Florida Demerara sugar never molasses to produce their rums. So very these- interesting. Well, you know, Florida grows forty eight percent of the sugar cane grown in the United States. Forty eight percent. Wow. Mm-hmm. Louisiana is yeah. close behind. It's like fifty, and then everything mm-hmm. else is like two percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, good for Louisiana. Well, they're killing it with sugar. Yeah. Sugar. Go we back. Gotta, and, we go got back a Louisiana. Listen. Well, you're not. You're a Mississippian, mm-hmm. but you are a. They don't care uh, for Louisiana. Well, you're an LSU alum and you're also a New Orleans Saints fan. Christy. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Well, Always. Um, I'm sorry. John, can you take that mic from her, please? Not all, uh, we not we're wrestling it from her right now. Yeah. Um, go Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase for life. So sorry. Uh, let me just say, go Bucks. Go Bucks is fucking right. So this, uh, because it's distilled from Demerara sugar and not molasses, Parker, can you confirm, does that make this an agricole rum or is it like agricole style? Uh, no. Is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hard pass. <laughs> no, I, I do appreciate it's, it's Demerara sugar, but no, yeah. uh, it'd have to be from the uh, the freshly like pressed plant, mm. pressed plant. So it's which is a very different flavor profile. Like this, this rum, I, I've never had any of this yet. Yeah, but I assume this tastes like rum, kind of, kind of rum, not agricole, because agricole rum has got a lot more vegetalness to it. Yeah, because it's from a freshly pressed plant, not the some sort of sh- byproduct of that plant. Right. Uh, but I am very interested to see how this Demerara sugar. Yeah, turns out that's very. So I cool. guess Demerara is like a little processed. It's not like as processed as molasses. Yeah, because but... think about um, if you see it in the store, it's like usually the, like the brown cubes of sugar. I, I was, was gonna say mm-hmm. I, I think of Demerara as almost like um like a sugar from the raw. You yeah. know that that sometimes you'll get those packets. Like, so we've got uh, their unaged rum and a special limited release version of that that I'll tell you more about later. On top of that, we've got two aged rums. Two flavored rums and two spiced rums to try. So Whoa. Write that down at home. I feel like John's trying to get us drunk tonight. Don't worry. I brought back very tiny bottles for you all to try. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. <laughs> so the, the pours are very, very responsible yeah. pours. Get your nose into that glass as far as you can if you want to get a, a whiff of it. I will say before you do that, let's take a quick break. And we're back. Nice. So I think it makes sense for us to start at the flagship rum from this distillery. It's considered the mom of all their brands. This is Key West First Legal Rum, the, which I think is like kind of their name. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much like self-titled. The high proof, it's uh, 80 proof, and it's the base of all of the rums that we're gonna try later. Uh, and yeah, there's some some different flavor notes that you know we can test against, but let's get our noses in there and tell me what you guys are starting to think. What you, if what I'm smell. reading this correctly, it looks like it got an award. Yes, so if you all, I mean, you tell for yourselves, but they did win a gold from Proof Awards in 2021. I've almost got like, I don't want to look at this too much because there are some some notes on this that I don't, like I like to try to figure it out myself. Um, 
my initial thought was like a, a ripe banana. Mm. I'm getting a like little bit green, of... Like the green, a super, oh, yeah. super green that, banana. That like green, green ripe, yeah. I'm almost getting pear. Like, is that weird? Maybe I'm wrong. But that I'm ca- getting I, I a pear like in there. It's, no. like, it's like a green fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely some green. I don't know. Try green. Not, try not to get this, this mustard. <laughs> so there, we, yeah. get a lot of mustard notes. Is there a del- oh, the lids in the other room? We have, uh, we have, a, we have a, a, a cheese board with some mustard on it. That I is, will say the cheese board itself, delicious. Um, is that courtesy of Allie? Might be in the way of, of our our uh, nosing I mean, abilities. We can we can move the cheese. No. We have to. No, I don't think it's that. I think it really is. When I tried it at the distillery, I remember that something that came across to me from this is that it does have kind of a um, kind of a sharp note to it, like kind of like green banana. No, I get that sharpness for sure. Almost like the banana peel, the peel of banana. I like that. Well, banana will, peel str- and peel of banana. I will strangle what? you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a reference so, to Drogo, is it just like you remember it? <clears throat> um Drogo, do you remember it? As as far as I remember it. <laughs> yeah. That's the best I possibly could remember is how I'm remembering it, is what I'm getting from Drogo. Oh, I see sips happening, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm get gonna get in on that. I've got like a vanilla and almost like a mint on the palate. Yeah, the palate's pretty different than the nose. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. So the, the Demerar sugar aspect of this is kind of cool. I wish we had a video for Allie's reaction to this one. She's not a fan. It's this not your is typical not rum. it for me. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a little harsh. Do y'all remember when I first got on this pod and you asked what I liked and I said I specifically didn't like rum? And I've definitely gone back on that a lot. This is what I don't like about rum. Mm-hmm. And that's fair because this rum is, you know, it's kind of the base of a lot of what they're doing. So I would think of this as kind of like similar to drinking... Any um, grain alcohol? Yeah. Any typical, well, it's not a grain. Rubbing yeah. alcohol? Yeah. Singing maybe like, yeah, you give me just some pure ass moonshine out of the bathtub. But you guys got to remember. This is not that bad. You Come know, on. Yeah. There is some sweetness to this. No, that I'm, I'm, is listen, cutting well, that, that moonshine flavor out. I'm not on the ground physically dying. So yes, it's not that bad. Also, you gotta, not that painful. You got to give them some credit because they could have cut that down by adding a bunch of sugar and making it, you know, tastier. Yeah, they're trying to be natural. I appreciate that actually. actually yeah. that is, I uh, do appreciate being able to experience the building blocks and, and it does make me excited for what's coming next. and this is definitely you know I, this this is for cocktailing yeah and and right because when you show up they're not asking you do you want to try this neat as i recall they had a bunch of like little cocktails that you could try it in so i think that this is really a cocktailing rum in fact they mentioned um on their website that it's fabulous served cold or on the rocks and of course makes a killer mojito rum and coke Another favorite. Yeah, so. I mean, usually when they're saying, hey, have it chilled, that's not like, hey, you're yeah. going to love it neat. Right. But, you know, that's, you know, I, what, you know what they were selling this for, at the, at the, like full bottles of it at the distillery, do you know? Oh, uh, it was it was probably 20 to 30 bucks. Yeah. I yeah. will jump back in and just say I added water to my glass to flush it with about mm, a millimeter to a centimeter of rum left, and that I did not mind. Yeah. So it's just it's straight that I didn't like. Mixed okay. even with just a little bit of water, I was fine with it. We, we keep 100 here on Chai Spirits, guys. Yeah. And I do want to re-emphasize that this would taste different, too, if it was coming from molasses. But this is coming straight from sugar, uh, granular sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to make it taste not as, uh, I don't know. I mean, think about the I difference. Think, I, think, I think you lose some of the richness. Yeah. Um, but you gain, I don't know. Even if I'm not the biggest fan of what I'm trying, I'm still glad to have tried it. So, you know. You don't like it, but you would defend to the death their right to make it, yeah. which I respect. For um, 
if they try to prohibition us again, yeah, I'll go down swinging. I like that's that all that's I have to say. <laughs> all right, so if you can, you can kind of hear the next bottle that we're moving around. Whoa, here. it's uh, fancy, award-winning, big metal on it, big metal, big metal with an axe on it. <laughs> it's called Metal Blade Rum. It's their 40th anniversary limited edition. Now that looks like something I would pick up during Bike Week at in Daytona. It does yeah. look like that, actually. Yeah. Well, good luck finding it because it's a limited edition run. So. I mean, Bike Week's a big deal, though, John. Yeah. And do so they do, sell it with the metal? Right. So yeah, does every bottle have the metal on it? Every bottle comes with the metal. Okay. It's wow. actually on the website too. <laughs> I love it. Oh, founded in '82, which was when Drogo was there. Mm-hmm. First year. <laughs> right. Right when they're open the doors. On the ground yeah. floor. Mm-hmm. So what's kind of cool about this one is great way to spend a 40th birthday huh oh yeah here it is so good luck finding a bike week only a thousand of these bottles are out there and half of this bottle um actually leaked out onto my suitcase oh no (laughs) i was gonna say john you've been getting after it i thought you were gonna say like half of this bottle disappeared i don't know where it went no (laughs) so this is uh, a little bit of science for you uh if you leave a bottle of liquor in your car in florida that hasn't been opened the pressure created by the heat can pop the top of that bottle off, even when, if you'll notice, there is uh, a wax oh, seal. The wax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was, there was, the wax seal was still intact when this bottle opened up, and it was on its side because I'm an idiot. In my, I was just oh, like yeah, driving yeah. out of a car, and half of it um, poured out of my clothes. But I tell you this: the clothes smelled very good. Did oh. you suck on those clothes? Did you suckle them to get the uh wouldn't you get like what you to know? Get, get what you could out of it? <laughs> and for more on that, you gotta check out our, squeeze, our squeeze, only squeeze drams. Out of the <laughs> our only drams, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Except since there's more of this, feel free. Milk. Mm-hmm. So what's cool about this one? What makes it different? It was aged for two years or rested for two years in a metal drum to allow mm-hmm. that uh to just kind of settle. And, uh, you know, a lot of spirits will, will, they'll do that and they'll let them sit there. It's not like the same process of like aging something in a barrel, you know, it's not adding flavor to it, but it is going to maybe let some of those, uh, sharp edges kind of round out a little bit, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So well, it's kind of like wine, right? Like some wines are aged in stainless steel, some are in. That's my understanding. But the thing that I was talking to them about, and I think I may have asked you about this, Parker, is Mm. I haven't heard of anybody doing this with their product or at least not in stainless steel. Yeah. Um, there are people who do that. That's a long time for that, though. Yeah. A lot of people do that um, to, to get like, especially when there's blends going on where they're like, they let it marry for a couple months. Yeah. Uh, in the the cask, though, I've not heard of too many people. I wouldn't say this is the only time I've heard of this, but I've not heard of too many people doing it for that length of time. Right. And um, very cool, though. Yeah. So it's kind of neat that they did that for a while. I, I can't remember if they said that they were like trying it throughout the process and decided at two years to w- go with that. I would assume so. Yeah. Wait till it hits where you want it. Yeah. So with that said, we all have a little pour. Let's get our noses in there and let me know what you're thinking. Now, what's the, I, I may have missed this because I was uh, pouring mine and same proof. Ad, admiring cheese, but uh, <laughs> so the same proof, what's the big yeah. difference then other than just in the steel? Just that's, it, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. I feel like it smells like metal. <laughs> do you get that really? I yes. do. I do. Well, it aged for all those years in a copper barrel. Uh, no, I'm sorry, lead barrel. Lead yeah. barrel. Uh, yeah. very, very Roman just, of them. I respect right. it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not getting a lot of fruit notes. I'm not getting a lot of sugary notes. I'm getting like metal. If it smells like almonds, that means it's cyanide. I'm getting like a, yeah, I'm getting a little bit of like a floral kind of like a flower shop floral, not like a particular flower. I just drank it. Um mm. So do you taste anything different from what we had previously? Um, this one seems slightly more rounded out, honestly. Yeah. And I, I attribute that to the time in the uh, steel cask. Still got a little of that uh, 
little harshness still, but not as bad. Yeah, I think again that this is like a little bit more uh like it's interesting because it does remind me more it's like something closer to an actual sugar cane. I know it's not like agricole rum, but to me these just like remind me of the agricole rums that I've had. It kind of reminds me of like raw sugar a little bit. Mm. Um I could see that. Um you know? I yeah, I was honestly just kind of finding like some light vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um not finding a lot of other fruit notes. Um but yeah, that raw sugar cane idea so um resonates a bit it's uh, to me it's kind of clean they mentioned there's pear i don't know if anybody's getting that or caramel i got pear more on the last one yeah um put a little uh drip a drop of water in there tm and uh we'll see if it opens up a bit yeah because remember like this would be in a in a cocktail like a tropical imagine something like in a pina colada or something to kind of pull back on that sweet cocktail who actually mm-hmm. a little drip of water in there um makes a difference because I think it opens up the uh, the sugar a little bit. Like maybe get a little more of that pear that they're talking about. Mm. Um, no, you know, not bad. Yeah, and um, you know, even for two years in a uh, and it's a limited run, it was forty five bucks, I think. So something interesting to try. Yeah, I mean, I'd still want a cocktail with this, not yeah, probably drink it uh, straight. But with the fine. water, I feel like I get a little bit of like a peach. Mm. Okay, that's okay. the fruit that comes out for me. With the water. Okay. Mm-hmm. Christy disagrees, but that's fine. Christy, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, I didn't get to try any with water because I had finished mine before that. It was but too good. There's, <laughs> uh, there's a quarter but, of a bottle. I mean, there is more left, but yeah. it was definitely a sharper. I can't. I, I'm trying to come up are with the Are you a words. rum drinker at all? Not particularly. I do enjoy a mojito or a pina colada on the beach. So if you could imagine this in, in a mojito... I mean, I could feel it maybe being a little bit smoother with with a little bit of mint in there and a little bit of the the, the club soda and all. I, I think I, it could work. I feel like this would be good if you did like a flavored mojito. Like if you added yeah. added a, just a little something else to it. So then if, it, it if, becomes... if, you're, if you're down in uh, on Duval Street in Key West, go to, go to Willie T's if it's still open. Yeah. Because when I was there back in 2007, they had 32 varieties of mojito. Oh. I, I can feel like because we were catching notes, right, of maybe peach, mm-hmm. maybe pear. Maybe if you added a little bit of flavor, like in a mojito situation, it would pull forward those notes. Yeah, I feel like if I was drinking drinking this in um, in a cocktail on a tropical beach somewhere, I'd be really happy. Like, right. there's a lot of things I can drink in a tropical beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, so. I feel like this has its purpose, and its purpose is on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Think about yeah, when we, people are trying this. They're 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 walking Duval Street. They're probably already had yeah. something to drink. Yeah. So, Joe, do you have mm-hmm. a lot of bad memories of drinking a pina colada on the beach? Do I have bad memories yeah. of drinking pina coladas on the beach? Yeah. I sure hope Tropi- not. Tropical drinks in general. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm on the Maybe beach. Maybe a, a sex this, on the beach. And I was a... like, man, this rum's just not cutting into I'm, this pina colada. I'm sending this pina colada back. <laughs> he got a Miami no Vice. And... God, I fucking love a Miami Vice. I know. When you're, when you're in the Bahamas, I don't know what they're doing to those fucking daiquiris down there, but I don't the, what they're putting in it, but it is fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have very uh, many uh, bad memories of drinking uh, tropical drinks on the beach, um, but I did spend a night in a Mexican jail from drinking too much tequila all throughout the day. So, Oh, you know, hello, Drogo. You, you know, of all the people I know, <laughs> that does not surprise me. That you <laughs> and how did you get out of that I'm situation? I'm actually surprised my brother's never had that situation happen. Though. I am with you on that. Um, just money. Money, yeah. It's pronounced yeah. De Niro. All right, so let's try this next one. 
And this next one is called Southernmost Rum. I actually, embarrassingly, can't remember what this rum is, other than I think it's an aged version of what we've had now, like aged in barrels because it is darker. Mm-hmm. But the label doesn't tell me anything about this other than that it's 80 proof where it comes from, and that is the home of the sunset. And um, the nose is very interesting. True that. I feel like yeah. we've got something nutty on the nose. I wouldn't say almond, though. No, not an almond. Mm-hmm. No. I would be honest with you if it was. And I don't want to spoil, spoil like all... Uh, <clears throat> tourists visits to uh, Key West but that like big giant cement thing where it's the su- southernmost point in the United States yeah right that buoy thing yeah is not actually the southernmost point in the United States <gasps> yeah. there, I'm sure there's a spot in like Texas that's further south than that or dry Tortugas oh, oh no no it, so Key West is the southernmost in the continental part, but uh, there's a naval base that's further south of that but the general public does not have access to the Navy. Also, can we discuss Puerto Rico? So, right, that's what I was like, going to say. Let's discuss Puerto Rico Listen, for a we're, second. We're not voting on Puerto Rican statehood yes. right now, so yeah. let's move on. Yes, continental United States. But you're absolutely right, Allie. You're absolutely right. Also, I think Hawaii might even be Sorry. closer to the equator than Puerto Rico. I mean, yeah, it is. It's but continental. Also, yeah. So, I actually do get a little bit of vegetalness on this nose, hmm. which is kind of interesting. Oh, wait, maybe it is an agricole. Yeah. <laughs> Just in this one. Yeah, it's got like a, it's got like a more of a a rum smell on the nose, like a, what I'm what I would pick up as like an aged yeah. molasses rum. I get like a little like distressed leather. Mm. Yeah, I was kind of I I like the earthy idea there. I'm um, getting lemongrass a little bit. I was thinking more aromatic. That's aromatic. Where I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so we're moving into the taste now. This I think does a lot better with a little bit of oh. Age. I like this a million times better. This is this is actually pretty good. You um, know who doesn't is Christy. <laughs> no. Maple no. syrup and caramel yeah. is what yeah. is like it's like it's oozing on my tongue. I'm getting some like uh herbal tea going on. See, yeah. I like this. Yeah. I would actually drink this. What do you think? I know you don't know like what kind of barrels it's aged in, but if you had to take a wild guess, what kind of barrel would make this kind of influence. I'm going to guess an ex-bourbon or ex-whiskey barrel. Yeah, 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 I would agree. Because Also because the next one is not those. So I feel like this would be... Okay, I know this is like a thing that we've been doing on the podcast lately, but I feel like if you use this to make like a, a caramel... Mm. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. It would be delightful. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense as a whiskey drinker that it, let's say this was in like ex-bourbon barrels that it would take on a characteristic that changes my opinion. It makes sense. I don't know if it's true or not, but it does make sense. Yeah. Parker, as a rum drinker, what are your thoughts? <laughs> uh, this is actually pretty good. I uh, I think this really jumps up from the previous two we tried. I think so, yeah. The barrel's doing a lot of a lot of heavy lifting, and it is, it's good. How, how long is it aged? Do we know? We don't know much about it. I mean, the only reason why we know it's aged is the color. <laughs> But no, it's um. I think it really so. There was a harshness to those first two that yeah. is very much rounded out on this one. Like totally, it, the, the barrel did a great job muting that a little bit, but you, and you get a little bit of uh, like I'm getting herbal tea. Jenny's getting caramel. So um, now, I get a hint of that on the. I like the leather on the nose. I get a, just a hint of that on the palate. I would agree. But I think that's great. So now, what's the challenge for this one? What do you guys think about for a cocktail for this? The other ones were pretty, I felt like, amenable to a cocktail. I think you could go rum old-fashioned with that. I was that. just going to say, my, my old, thought exactly, old-fashioned. Yeah. 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 yeah, You don't need a lot of sugar, though. Because it's, no. bur- it's got some bourbon vibes to it. Mm-hmm. I actually think it would make a really great mojito. 
mm. a different to, to kind add a little of more mojito. depth yeah. to, to the mojito yeah. because it's not it's not like too uh, full bodied. It's not like too complex of a character. It would just add like that tiny. It's like putting um, a, a repo in a in a margarita oh, rather I like than a blanco. Yeah, you know, so, kind of the same. Like a golden. So. Um, I'm familiar with a type of mojito that's an Italian mojito that where you add a, a splash of orange juice and a splash of amaretto to it. And I feel like mm. this one would um, be really, really good for that. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's actually an, an Italian mojito. Mm. Mojito Italiano. Will, will they have those Italiano. in Rome over there? No. Oh. No, no you gotta go to your local Maggiano's for that. <laughs> uh, well, so the Maggiano's did used to this is like 10 years ago, have mm. an Italian mojito on the menu. And um, my roommates loved it so much that like I got all the shit so that we could do it when we had a party one time. And Pretty fun and great. Everyone loved it. So, I John, was, do you recall, because uh, I don't, um, <laughs> do they age everything right there on premise? They did have barrels aging. So or do they have like a rickhouse somewhere else? Well, I think, I think it's all there. The distillery is pretty small. Um, they have a tasting room and then like you go around – to their operation room where you do like the tour and the tour is probably in a place uh well listener you don't know the size of parker's apartment but i'm looking around and i'm thinking you mean our studio you mean our two, studio that's what i mean yeah do you mean the podcast studio john sorry i meant uh the podcast studio that we lease uh it's located probably, on the 75th floor of the hancock building uh, it's aeon uh, i thought we're in the aeon right now but, yeah uh <laughs> trump tower yeah <laughs> it's twice about twice the size of this probably so and they had barrels uh around the room and some of it they're putting product in, some of it they were not. So I have pictures actually that I'll um, yeah, put up. We'll put those over Instagram. Yeah. And with that warm weather down there, the, the, that room ages super quickly. Well, so that room, uh, it was pretty hot actually. So I don't know that they have AC in it. I mean, that's good. That be, that's yeah. smart. Yeah. That, that would be uh, a good plan. Yeah. Because then two, two years down there is like six years. Because that does bring up a good else. point. Like this this rum that we just tried, I can't imagine that it's aged longer than two years, but it tastes like mm -hmm. somewhere six yeah, to That's, eight that's the beauty of uh, warm weather. All right. What do yeah. we got next, John? All right. We got the Bad Bitch Rum. Pardon bad yeah. they Bitch. They named it after Internally. Yeah. That's right. I'm a bad bitch. Guys, this at, is a double. At least double the second part. Go Double on. gold winning at New York Wine and Spirits Competition and the Proof Awards of 2021. So you know that this is a bad bitch that can walk the walk and talk the talk. So for whatever that means. <laughs> I'm excited to try this. So what makes this different is this is aged in French oak barrels that had red wine and salt cured. Uh, and it provides this taste from the red wine. Well, we'll get into that, but that's just what they're saying. So, but so it's got Spanish Marie on there. That was a rum runner who smuggled high proof rum from Cuba to Key West. By the way, read a novel about that. Uh, Ernest Hemingway's To Have and Have Not. Really interesting. Not about Spanish Maria, but about a dude who was doing that same thing. Very rum running? Yeah, rum running from Cuba to Key West. I mean, I've got a bottle of rum behind me here from Cuba if you'd like to try some. No, I needed to be smuggled. Did you smuggle it from Cuba? <laughs> I mean, I got it pretty easily. Somebody brought it. He, he purchased, <laughs> yeah, he had somebody, um, he, he had somebody pick it up in Cuba and then float from there to, to Key right. West. I'll count to, that. Yeah. They paddleboarded. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only 90 miles. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No big deal. Like an afternoon, really. I mean. <laughs> so this is also the same proof. They're, they're all 80 proof for, you know, good sipping in the sun. So Bad bitch. Interesting nose again. Right. Right. It's got a little like agriculture yeah. kind of yeah. like hint. It's got that weird, like, 
unripe vegetable kind of note to it on the nose. But it's I want to go back to that leather note from yeah. the last the one. Previous one. Yes. Yeah, because it's I got, all I got a little that. tobacco. Yeah, yeah, that goes right with the leather. Yeah, right? yeah. It's still kind of light to me, though. It, like, is, it is a light yeah. nose. Uh, I've got yeah, vanilla and leather are the things that I yeah. I notice the most. All right, we're going in for the sip. Now, in this one, it it kind of holds up more on the palate than the other one did, as far as like being similar to the nose. Mm. You get a little more Ooh, of the sweetness. Tobacco. I think we're finally getting somewhere that. Yeah. I would tell. Well, here's the thing. The last one I really liked. The first two were interesting. I would recommend this to anyone. I think most people would enjoy the taste of this. All right, you're nodding your head. What else are you thinking? I, I just felt like this. The last one was a little more harsh. Once I added a little bit of water to the last one, it was not bad. This one, I can sip, and I'm, I'm into it. It's good, good. to go. Yeah. Well, especially, you know, it's fun to hear from somebody who isn't just drinking a fuck ton of booze all the time. Yeah, it's like I'm, exp I'm walking in yeah. my, my walk-in humidor. I'm just in there just like picking a cigar yeah. to smoke tonight. Tobacco mm -hmm. and caramel is what I get on this. But and, it's and the Demerara definitely comes through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that dark sugar. Also, yeah. you're going to drink this and you're going to feel like you are a bad bitch. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I forgot to say I mean, that. I already did. Yeah, Drogo always lives that life. I mean, so you have the same cigar. Same Drogo. Yeah, get on his level. You're smoking the cigar with Allie. it. Yeah. I'm so, fucking trying. Spanish Marie. I'm thinking dip the cigar in the rum real quick. Please. Oh, absolutely. Then let it dry or we... This guy gets it. <laughs> uh, Spanish Marie would cut her glass of rum with some red wine. No water on the boat to cut that rum. So do you guys get that? Does that taste like red wine to you at all? You know, I, let me see if I can find any red fruit on this. I, I mean, I think that tobacco can be a note for wine too. Mm. Um, a lot of tobacco. It's just like hard to get past the tobacco. I think there. for me on the front end... A little, just a tiny bit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against that idea. Yeah, maybe like just a hint of like strawberry or raspberry, something like that. Strawberry wine. <laughs> What's that song? The country song. Yeah, that is a country song, John. I don't yeah. remember that. Um, remember your Noah roots? Kahn recently you're, came out with a song called you're a smooth "Strawberry Wine" on his stick season. Sweetest strawberry. Wine. Yes, thank you. And you listen to more pop country. I mean, yeah. Very good though. Yeah, that's, I think that's a. Uh, Solid one. So we got a couple more, though. Yeah, we got a couple fans of that one. Double, so one double gold well. All right, so next we've got the uh, rum. This is their rum w with natural flavor green coconut. So no, I'm on record hating coconut. In, yeah. Unless it's in a pina colada. I don't know what. Oh, yeah. I'm You're not sure hate I know what green coconut means. It's, uh, I think it's like unripe. Unripe, but it's, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not, this isn't like a sugary coconut. Yeah, it's this not going to be a sweet coconut. It's going to be like, um, think about the green pepper, the green bell pepper of coconuts. Okay. I, mean, I like green bell peppers. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, it's just, I don't think I've experienced a green coconut so this yeah, will be new it's for like me the, it's like the vegetal the vegetal version of coconut what yeah. is cool about this well, is the outside is the green part yeah and there's yes. like flesh and then the, then you get to the brown inside so you gotta cut through the flesh right. to get to the insides but we're we're talking the man flesh and basically mm -hmm. like a ripe coconut is about ready to like fall to the floor to the ground like a green coconut is going to be like cut off before it's time. Oh, right, yeah. right. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So just keep in mind that I don't think of any, I don't know of anybody else that's doing anything like this. Like you can get like a Smirnoff vodka or not, yeah, like a coconut vodka probably, but I don't know of any, many coconut rums. I don't like it on the nose. I don't like it. 
you don't. I yeah, think but you don't Kenny like Kenny Chesney might have a yeah. coconut yeah. rum. I'm, yeah. Ugh. All right, Parker, back away from that mic. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might be wrong about people not doing yeah. coconut rums. Yeah. I think there's a lot. There's of actually rums. a great yeah. coconut yeah. rum out of Kauai. <laughs> a big Sorry, thing. let me take yeah. it back. Let me take it back. A green coconut, like an unripe. Co- yeah, coconut. Yeah. Okay, does a there we go. There we rum. go. Yeah. The, I get cocoa on this a little bit. Like, well, I mean, coconut, but also like. I'm still going with that vegetal note. That vegetal note has been prominent to me more than once. And I'm trying to like focus the vegetal note on this particular one on the nose. Like I I don't know if I can pick out a vegetal, a vegetable. It does smell green, but it's hard to determine. I have a strong, I'm not getting green. green, It's a green bell pepper that needs two more weeks. I don't know. (laughs) I'm getting, I'm getting hazelnut. I grow, I grow peppers. I know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, I did until we had Doug. Now I can't grow them anymore, but. You can, yes, you can. We just have to be more careful. But anyways. Do you agree with the hazelnut? Much better than yeah, once you taste the hazelnut, it's... Yeah. All right, I'm getting a little Siparunsky yeah. out of this, boy. Oh, I get some cocoa on the palate. Yeah, there's way more chocolate on the palate than... Right? This to me it's is almost, more chocolate. Jesus Christ, right, that is so different. Coconut-y. It's so different from what the nose is. Like, the I nose. expected to hate it, and I'm when still I taste getting it, cocoa. Yeah, I cookie. had a sip 30 seconds ago, and I still feel like I'm sucking on what? a... Cocoa nib? Cocoa nib. I was going to say maybe like a hazelnut that was coated in cocoa powder. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm the dig. All right. Yeah. So this is yeah, a wild taste. Cocoa. So I do get a little bit of um, the Girl Scout cookie um, mm. Samoas. Mm. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It's my favorite. I, I don't yeah. think they're like called it. Samoas anymore. I don't think it's politically it changed. It depends on well, the bakery. Um, Caramel Delights. Yeah. Whatever they're called. Caramel Delights. Nowadays. It depends on the bakery. Wow. Wait, what do you mean? It some bakeries make Samoas, some make caramel delights. It depends on what you part mean of the, Girl the country. Scout yeah, it depends. Really? Yeah, so it's like a what, like different parts of the country sell Samoas versus caramel delights. Mm-hmm. I don't know interesting where and thing, why. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but they're the same cookie is what is important. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, like it has the chocolate. It has a little bit of coconut. It has um, <laughs> um, some caramel in there. Um, no, that's, that's my note. I wish we had more of this to try together, but I would definitely try that coconut, green coconut with I mean, the You've got like stuff. one drop of each. Like, I think you personally, John, mix those together. I, so John, that's, that's, that's the vanilla cut. brulee, right? The vanilla brulee dark. Uh, this is part of that same series as the green coconut. It's the chef's rum with natural flavor vanilla brulee dark. And... So I I love the description and I feel like the nose matches it beautifully. Oh yeah, I haven't even gotten into this. So Yeah. This is these are both available. So the what we just had mm-hmm. uh and this one are available exclusively at the distillery. They are chefs before distillers and they source the best raw ingredients they can to provide the maximum flavor naturally without any artificial ingredients or additives. They cook their own extracts and combine uh chefry and distilling together in a harmony that produces uh top quality rums and yeah well i um for one every once in a while creme brulee will come up as a tasting note on this podcast and i love it when it comes up on this podcast like whatever it is that we're tasting for some reason like a creme brulee it's like a burnt vanilla yeah thing you know, yeah, like crust. V- for those that, ban- vanilla citrus note. Yeah, for is, those that haven't had creme brulee, Jenny, what is creme brulee? So, I don't know if I can define it perfectly, but it's 
Well, kind of like a custard that has sugar over the top of it, which the sugar is then brulee, which is like burnt. Burn, right? Yeah. Yeah. So using a, a, a blowtorch. Um, and it is honestly not one of my favorite desserts, if mm. we're being honest, but occasionally it's, I think it's a nice dessert to have. And it, I like the flavor better than I like the dessert itself. I would agree. And that's why I like it as a tasting note mm. for a whiskey or for a rum or for whatever. But I don't necessarily like, that's not what I would order for dessert in right. most situations. The nose is exactly creme brulee. It yeah. absolutely I mean, it's, is. It's 100%. Oh it's my like, God, yeah. Like, that's a yeah. uh, little yeah. burnt custard. I love it. Ooh, that's <laughs> what they do um, at Little Bighorn. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, too soon? Too soon? <laughs> oh, he had it coming. So, some would say. The palate is also very on point. You getting creme brulee on that? Yeah, the nose is great. Yeah. Hmm. Christy, what are your thoughts? What do you got? I mean, I, I will agree with the creme brulee. It does, it has a little bit of a bite at the end, but it's still right. a very smooth and something I could see myself drinking, which I, uh, like Ali, am not a rum fan in general. Like, it's not my go-to spirit. But it is, it, it's, it's very sweet. Um, and there is that vanilla note to it yeah, as well. Yeah, you definitely get that creme brulee. Yeah. Vanilla, I like being sure. able to to take things like this and being like, oh, it's it's a dessert drink. Right. Like, yes, I'm not going to be drinking this all the freaking time. But pour, pour this on some vanilla ice cream. Oh, hell mm. yeah. yeah. Like, I can see a situation in which this is the perfect little taste. Mm -hmm. And that's fun. It's well, not. It, it's not like an everyday thing. But it's fun to have those experiences and to have that in your wheelhouse. Parker, well, your thoughts? And, and, well, I heard that like every, once a month they fill up a, a inflatable pool with this stuff and they have girls wrestle in it, which yeah. I'm here for. Let's. Uh, That's a Key West tradition. Let's go. First day of every month. Let's, yeah, let's I'm going to be a referee actually for the next one. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Trevor, are they are they flying you in or are you you have to pay your way to that? Oh no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they're flying. Yeah, they're flying you in. Okay. And, and by the way, not commercial. <laughs> <laughs> some, some, some private aviation there. Um, I will say, I put a little couple drops of water in here and. It, oh, it, it, it uh, pause, Parker. A, a little, Do you mean? Little, I mean a drip drop. TM TM. No, no, um, that's drip drop. <laughs> But uh, no, a couple drops there, and it really does. Because there's a hint of harshness on yeah. the back end. If you put a couple drops there, it really gets rid of that. So maybe if you put yeah, on ice. Nice. Oh, yeah, I think on ice this would be just fine. Just Imagine fine. drinking this on the beach with a little ice like at the end of the day. Honestly, boozy milkshake. This I, is uh, I don't know if I want creme brulee on the beach. Mm. I think maybe like I see myself on like a – I mean – on a rooftop in Chicago, perhaps. Well, like, imagine between your pina colada and your daiquiri, you might not want something so sweet. No, I, I think that I would want... No, this is a good at-night drink. This is night. end of the yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. This is not, like, yeah. during the day on the beach. This is at, at night. Oh, at night on the beach would be nice, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. after dinner, or you... Sunset. Yeah, I like that. Or Maybe. even past sunset. Sometimes I like yeah. it when it's dark, stars are out. You, like, go for a little walk out on the beach, you get your feet in the sand, it's a little chilly. That's like a different experience. It's really nice. I feel like it would be fun to uh, play with this one cocktail wise for like an like a dessert drink, not an after dinner drink, but a dessert well, drink. Well, I think the nice like, thing. Uh, like I want something like in a coupe glass with like maybe some sort of chocolate flavoring with this. I and I feel like it would be delicious. It's nice with something like this because you can go a little bit more bitter, like a bitter chocolate with this balances it a little bit. Dark chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Dark chocolate. We oh, go yeah. for something that's not, mm -hmm. not super sweet on its own and bring the sweetness in through the, you know, rum. I, yep. I, I don't know what, at what exact moment we missed it, but at some point we missed the opportunity for a 
a joke for Sex and the Beach. Well, my place is closer. I don't know where it was oh exactly, but it was in there and we missed it. And I'm sorry, audience. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Well, we could, we'll <laughs> cut that in earlier. Listen, we're going to do better. Yeah. For you, the good people. We'll cut that in earlier. Yeah. And, and in terms of pairing this with a dessert, you pair this with an espresso martini. Uh, oh. it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Like, I mean, would you put it in the espresso martini? Or oh no, no, on no, the no, side. No, on the side. You want <laughs> you want a little sidecar uh-huh. rum with uh-huh. your espresso uh-huh. martini? Great. I love it. So, I love so it. you have oh, like yeah. you know you've got your creme brulee in the rum, and then you've got your coffee in the uh, I'm espresso about, martini. I'm thinking about a uh, revolver, but use oh. this instead of bourbon. Now with what's coffee a revolver liqueur. again? That's bourbon, typically bourbon coffee liqueur and orange bitters. Do this coffee liqueur and orange bitters? I would be Ooh. interested. Very interesting. Yeah, that, that might be like a velvet revolver. <laughs> oh, get out. That's John, great. remind me what we just got there. right now. All right. So we just passed around our next taste. This is the Duval Street Spiced Rum. So just like Duval Street in Key West, this spiced rum Full of whores. is filled with prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same fun attitude. I'll be right at home. <laughs> just and a open little, container. Yeah, right. A little different twist. Can't they say have good things about Duval Street, guys. Oh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, everybody has to go to Duval Street at some point in their life, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I went for spring break one year. We're also going in February with my mother-in-law, so it's going to be great. It's going to be the exact same experience. <laughs> exact same experience. I'm going to have to pull her out of a strip club because she's spending too much money. Yep. Make sure, to, uh, make sure to go to Krabby Dick's when you're out, yeah. out at Duval Street. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Her boyfriend's <laughs> also going to be there. So I don't know if it still exists. but Oh, do you mean Parker's favorite person? I mean, John Gee's my guy. Let's, uh, <laughs> Shout out. Hopefully we get to visit him in Montreal sometime I, soon. Listen, you let me know when we're going. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. So you guys might be wondering what makes this spice rum different from other spice rums. And the I, one that I, am I really that. was. Yeah. I really was. Thank yeah. you. Uh, the answer, organic cardamom, allspice, over ripened Madagascar vanilla beans. And they over-ripened? finish ripened? Like they, they put that over. Oh, okay. I was thinking yes. they, they ripened it, but they went a little over. You're like, yeah, where is that? <laughs> like you do with bananas sometimes. Is it a phrasal adjective or not? No, this is an, a preposition over ripened. All right. Give me that lawyer thing, John. Legal Come on. Move on. Yeah. Get into it. And they finish it. They finish it with. Who get, knew that was Allie's kink? Jesus Christ. Right? <laughs> <laughs> legal writing. I'm sorry, no Andrea. Yeah. I had no idea. Woo-hoo. No, no, she gets it. She'll, she, um, above everybody else, understands. Are you ready for this? They finish it with basil. Jesus. Whoa. Right? Natural basil that balances out the whole rum. Well, we'll be the judge of that. Is that, is that six spices? I heard that. Okay. I wish you hadn't One, read two, that to me. Three. Because the totally second I put basil. my nose in there, <laughs> oh, yeah? basil is the first yeah, thing lot, I got. A lot of basil. Oh, yeah. But now I'll never know whether it, it was my nose get, or my brain. I actually get cardamom. I get a lot of oh, like. It's all the basil. Well. I was, I was totally thinking about the basil the before you said it. And I was like, basil. this is the pesto basil. of rums. <laughs> the pesto. So just like a couple hours north of here, I'm assuming I can't, I don't know the exact distance, but yeah, in Chainbridge, no. no, not from where we are, from where this distillery is, ah, um, gotcha. is uh Chainbridge. They have a basil vodka. Oh, Probably right, about four right, hours. Yeah. Yeah. Four right. hours. Yeah. It's like, I'd say it's about four, three. I don't know. I mean, let's do the math. I've never been to Key out. West, so I, I couldn't tell what you. What do I? Miami hey, to Parker. Key West. Hey, too? what do I win? An- another pour of rum. Are know. we talking with or without traffic? Well, see, that's the tough one. I mean, Jesus Christ! Like, it's, oh, well, there's an accident on the yeah. On you the, the fucking I mean, that's what Nine I'm saying. I agree with Allie. I think it's four because it's three to Miami. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think three. Is it that long? Yeah. I mean, but you don't straight through without traffic. Here's the thing: you don't notice it. Five hours. You don't notice it because it's so beautiful. Right. When you're driving from Miami to Key West, also you're hammered. 
<laughs> I mean, not if you're the driver. Do not drive drunk. Don't drive drunk. Uber exists, guys. Uber exists. Not for a, a five-hour drive. It yeah, does. Not, it's not just it exists better than <laughs> driving drunk. Also, does. just just lay on the beach and sober up. Yeah. And then always go over Card Sound Road to get out of the Keys or into the Keys. And there's a place called Alabama Jacks that you have to. Oh hell yeah! Also, if you off. guys are ever driving across the state of Florida, the state of Florida on Alligator Alley, do not speed. You will get pulled over by an alligator, by a cop. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, who an knows? Al- an alligator and a cop's out. Al- yeah, exactly. Maybe a skin. Maybe honestly, maybe a cop in an alligator's outfit. You never fucking know. Parker, have you ever driven along Alligator Alley? I have not. You know I, why? Yeah, because, I did oh, one time. Because folks from Orlando and Daytona so many Beach times. have no reason to do that. No, no, I, I go no, down. No, if you're from Tampa, you got a reason. I go down 95. Right. Like the like God, an adult. Like, like the good Lord intended. And then into US 1 on the way down to the Keys. Yeah. Like that's. Now, if you're, if you're from Tampa or anywhere along the Gulf Coast, you drive down to Naples and then you make a little turn around ski. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware across. of the route. It's just. All right. I'm going to rain. the need to do it. I'm going to rain this herd of cats back into this. Uh, Good luck. Street, just like Hemingway intended. <laughs> rain in that gonna, herd of cats. I'm going to rain you. in this herd of six-toed cats. What do you got, Jenny? Basically everything that was in the description of this, I get notes of on the palette. I get the cardamom. I get the vanilla. I get the basil. In that um, order? Because I can no, see it in that order. I get the basil and then the vanilla and then the cardamom for so me backwards the, the mm. basil is huge on the aftertaste for me yeah basil vanilla is the definitely the i'm gonna minutes. bake you guys something with cardamom because i feel like it's an under tasted flavor I feel I'm, like, you, I'm you know what i think personally. is huge yeah you are what's all healthy for me i want this in a strawberry or raspberry mojito mm. because i think that strawberry and raspberry are two two flavors that are awesome with basil um and i could see that being muddled in there and I think it would be delicious. Or watermelon. Oh, yeah. Watermelon basil. Yeah, yes. watermelon yes. basil is yeah. re- yes. really good as well. Yeah. It was definitely cardamom forward for me. Yeah. Like, that's what I got more than anything was the spiciness of the cardamom. Yeah. But, honestly, pretty good spiced rum, and that's hard to do. Yeah. As we've established, there's only a couple good spiced rums that we've experienced. Yeah. And I'm gonna I want to go on record saying that's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. If we had a big enough bottle of that, I, I would <laughs> like it's not my favorite spice rum ever, but it's in the top four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't have that like disgusting, like syrupy, sweet character that a lot of spiced rums have. It doesn't have like, a pirate on the cover of it. That helps. Yeah. Also true. I mean, ooh, I don't know. It, it like, doesn't have a little bit of captain in it. Cool pirate. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also mm-hmm. badass. Oh, no. Are we going sailing? <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite moment ever in a liquor store. <laughs> Watching the guy, two guys deciding what rum to get, and one of them grabs a handle of Sailor Jerry, and his buddy looks so defeated, and it says, ah, we're going sailing? Oh my god, really? <laughs> I have a I have, fucking term for it. It was amazing. <laughs> okay, so here's here's a fact that happened at our like neighborhood favorite bar. Welcome back, Chris, who is like the owner. The owner of the bar, who knows myself and also Jenny and Parker. We we're big Quite fans well. of the old forester on the rocks at that bar. Nice. And not to brag, but, <laughs> but you've had 13 of those in a row. I mean, accurate. That is pretty impressive. No, and this isn't a brag, but most of the regular bartenders, including Chris, who is the manager, generally know if I'm going to order something, it's potentially an old forester on the rocks. And it's not like I said, I'll have my regular. 
Chris turned to me and said, the usual? And I said, yes. Oh, that's great. The huge. He said, the usual? And I said, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I am popular. <laughs> when I was a kid. I'm well known here. I am well known. I'm and very, what did you get? I got a fucking sailor Jerry oh, which on is the rocks. Usual, yeah. That is the usual? I took a sip. No, and it's not the usual. No, oh. for my the face. Usual. Okay. He did feel bad though. All right. So, I'm we're so John, what, what do we have next? So yeah. the last, <laughs> our last thing to try today is, uh, and I put this last because Ooh. it might be a flavor burnout. It's the devil's rum. It's um, also available exclusively at the distillery. It's finished with cinnamon leaf oil. It's got a lot of cinnamon on the nose. Fucking big red shoe right there. Oh, no. Uh, How close do you, before we taste, how close do you guys think this is going to be to like a fireball Well, I was just going to say, on the the nose, it is like a rum and cinnamon, whereas fireball is like cinnamon and cinnamon. Yeah, and and like like a a red hot candy if it was alcohol. To me, this smells like cinnamon sticks and not cinnamon candies. I'm getting more of like a... um, Herbal cinnamon mm-hmm. rather than just a hot. We all like agree a, it's cinnamon on the nose. Apple right? pie oh. cinnamon, like you walk into like somebody's you know, home. You know, that's, a lot that's of, not bad. It's like they put too much cinnamon in the apple pie. Yeah, but like you walk into somebody's home, like it has. They have like too many of those cinnamons. I was gonna brooms. say cinnamon uh-huh. broom. Yeah. yeah, and they have a lot a of those like signs broom. that say things like "Live, laugh, love." It's like yeah. the fall at, <laughs> at Trader Joe's. I was thinking about yeah. getting one of those over in the wall over here. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, we do a lot of all Hashtag that here. blessed. Yeah. Live my live my truth over here, guys. But blessed. Yeah, so they say it uh, lets you feel the fire like Red Hot's candy, but not the burn or hangover like normal cinnamon alcohols. They did not shout out that um, by name. I'm not getting, I mean, I'm getting the tiniest bit of burn, but it is nothing close to like Much more a, subtle. Uh, yeah. Well, so yeah. does cinnamon give you a burn, you know? Drago, your thoughts. You, you, you pounded that. <laughs> the way that these Drogo's spirits were intended to be consumed... You shot like a three-pointer with one second left on the shot clock. <laughs> from downtown. Um, from the parking lot. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it tastes like actually real cinnamon, though. Um, no, it's still, it's which, honestly delicious. I mean, it, it's got a natural thing to it. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. have that like syrupy, fake, you know, yeah. cinnamon flavor number 37 uh, yeah. kind no, of feel to it. I think we found more distilleries that when they do a cinnamon-flavored whatever, anything really – um, they've actively tried to make it like, well, we don't want this to be fireball. We want this to be cinnamon. We want it to be like natural cinnamon. You know, we love fireball for being, nobody the- loves fireball. No, no, no I'm no, saying, no, no, no. Oh, can I finish my <laughs> sentence? We love fireball for being the metric of what you don't want to be. Mm. I, I appreciate that fireball has given us that. Listen, Fair. if you listen to our Jack Daniels episode, mm. you'll, you'll hear me say, you know what, Jack fire, not that bad because fireball exists. Yeah. And uh, Jack Fire, I was like, you know what? Better than Fireball. I'm standing behind my we, statement. We all I need a ground to walk on, you know? Mm-hmm. I appreciate that Fireball exists because it has given everyone a metric for what not to be. You know what this reminds me of? This Devil's Cut reminds me of uh, cinnamon uh, rice. Like, have you ever had like cinnamon rice? Oh, like an horchata or something? Orchata, like that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like a, like, like a more cinnamon, but definitely like close to that. Or like a rice pudding with yeah. some cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, John, let's, yeah. bring her, let's bring her home. What was everyone's favorite? Yeah. So let's go around. Uh, Drogo, do you have any thoughts? Um, wait, hold on. Uh, yeah. I know it's, it's tough. Like, what, what was the one that I liked? Yeah, right. We went through a lot which, of different which one was things. Which? 
so we started off with their regular product, which everyone, um, I think, understood that as a mixing product. So it's hard to love that on its own. And then we well, went what, to... What was the Duval Street? Duval Street was our first um, spice rum that we had. That was the cardamom one. I mean, and right before that, we... Had, we had the creme brulee. Mm. And before that was the green coconut. And then we had the... Uh, bad bitch. Bad, oh, the bad bitch. bitch. Right here, yeah. So and oh, then, and then southernmost. Yeah. Uh, before. So yeah, 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 back, yeah, yeah. Back I, I think I yeah. enjoyed the bad bitch. Yeah. Hell yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. So that was your go-to. And, yeah. and Allie, and I'm not speaking specifically of you. Oh, I'm, I know you enjoy me, Drogo. You don't have to lie. All right. On that note, Allie, what was your favorite then? Obviously, myself in a rum. It was the bad bitch. Yeah. I felt a kinship, and also, I would drink her again. Christy. Uh, the devil's rum, actually, I feel like I would drink the most, but also the bad bitch was delicious for a mixing rum. Nice, nice. And Jenny? Um, I'm also going to stick to the bad bitch, but I would like to shout out the creme brulee because that was something that I would very much enjoy playing with cocktailing. Yeah. All right, Parker. Um, you know, similar to Jenny there, I, the bad bitch was great, and then the uh, creme brulee. I liked as well for the very different, obviously, but I think they were both uh, standouts of that lineup. You know, uh, I could see that. I could totally see that creme brulee really had a lot going on for it. Yeah, thanks. All right. So for me, I got to say, we didn't. nobody else mentioned this one, but I really liked the southernmost rum for a couple of reasons. One, I thought that it was pretty interesting. It was kind of like akin to the bad bitch because it was our uh, aged rum. I also just like that the bottle has that cheesy buoy uh, coloration on it. Gotta freaking love it. It's yep. very Key West. If I had a home in Key West, I would be much richer than I am, but I also would have this bottle on the bar. We're going to get there by the Chai Spirits Guy Mansion in Key West. Yeah, with the Patreon, we're eventually going to be there. I want to give a shout out, though, to the green coconut rum, because although Parker hated it without mm. end, abundantly, I liked it that much on the other end. I thought that was... No, really like I cool. said, I like... Caramel Delights, or whatever you're going to call that Girl Scout cookie, and that's what it reminded me of. Right. So. I, right. I will say it was better than I thought it was going to be on the nose. There's so much chocolate in the palate that I did not enjoy it. That's the wrong word, but I, I liked it better than I thought I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got way more cocoa than a yeah. coconut. A lot of chocolate of, uh, yeah. out of that in the, on the palate. I would totally get a lineup of these rums to have for people like at the end of a party too. To like, you know, if you're going to have take shots of something, I think a lot of these are fun shots to take. Oh, yeah. Saturday I mean, night, bring them. Yeah. Let's for go. sure, that devil's. That Devil Duval, sorry. Well, both the Devil's uh, Duval Street and Devil's Cut are both spiced rums. I'm thinking what I'm thinking of is that for sure the Key West Devil's Rum, Mm -hmm. in the way that people take shots of Fireball and they shouldn't because it's gross. (laughs) You should take shots of that because that is delicious. Yeah, that'd be a solid. Yeah, like I need a shot. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Very solid. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for trying this. Um, It was a lot of fun to visit. John, if I want to see pictures of this stuff, where can I go? Well, you could go to Chai Spirits Guys Instagram, uh, and uh, we go to at, at Chai Spirits at guys. Chai Spirits Guys, right? Yeah, nope. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we also um, we have a Gmail address. You could email us about what your thoughts were about First Legal. If you've ever been there, any of your pictures, any of your thoughts on whether or not you would like to spend some time with Allie, as she's advertised, uh, yep. time is abundant. Well, yeah, uh, Chai Spirits Guys at Gmail dot com. Right, right, and then uh, also check out our website. Well, uh, this past weekend, we were wearing a lot of merch from the website mm-hmm. uh, together when we were hanging out. Yeah, go to chispiritsguys.com. That's right. Find our, find our merch, find our episodes, 
It's a it's a great website. Yeah, we'll hopefully be adding more to it. Didn't soon. you guys recently revamp it a little bit? Oh yeah, uh, Jenny did some great work on there, and it's looking good. So go check it out, guys. Mm -hmm. But thank you guys so much for doing this. Thanks for trying. Thank you. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah and a little walk down uh, memory memory lane. lane. Yeah, thank you. That's right. <laughs> we're we're gonna check the place out in February when we're down there. Yeah, yeah. do it. Forward to it, and uh, we'll see you next time here at Try Spirits, guys. Cheers. 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 Thank you.